Hello and how are you to all your sports lovers out there? My name is Robbie Gillette. Welcome to conversation number 28 of the Keeping a Drill with Robbie podcast, where we chat all things from the mental side of sports to stories, laughs and banter. Whether into the old pigskin or the old leather ball, we've got you. Today I'm joined by Mike Hooley, an old mate of mine, an Olympic swimmer and a great human being. I love this chat. It's one of the first guys I've chatted to who's involved in an individual sport and man, it gave me a different perspective. We covered his sacrifice, faith, family, the Olympic dream, and the fact that he hasn't had a McDonald's in two years. Good luck, Mikey. Give it all and give it all today. I hope you guys enjoy. And as always, let me know what you guys think. Bro, how you doing? I'm good in yourself, man. Oh, bro, I'm good. I'm good. How was the day? Been good, man. Um, I had two swim sessions today. Um, and then afterwards, I had a bit of a stretch session, a uh, little bit of yoga, and um, yeah, so <laughs> I was about to say, looking pretty zen, really looking pretty chilled out. Yeah, I love the love the haircut. <laughs> Thanks, bro. Thanks. <laughs> uh, are you are you in Cape Town, eh? Yeah, I'm in Cape Town. I'm in Cape Town, and I'm with my family. So okay, so isolating, mask on. <laughs> yeah, man. yeah, yeah. Right. That's I mean, I also I've got my grandparents staying with me. Yes, um, yeah. Even with them, it's like just doing the most that I can. Yeah. To stay safe and to keep everyone healthy. So. No, exactly. But that's so good. That's so good. But I, I was, um, I was, I changed my mom earlier and, you know, I was saying like, although it's going to be like an awesome chat for, um, for guys to listen to, like who don't know you, but I was, I was saying like, it's going to be cool for me. Like we were, we were mates at school and then we haven't like, we haven't really, we haven't really like caught up or chatted much since then. Um, yeah, so it's going to be such a cool chat for me just to catch up, right? Just to like find out where you're at and, you know, just to get that, that bubbly Mike Hooley um, <laughs> experience that, that we always used to have. And I, we've, I've got fond memories of us. Um, but like just chilling in prep school. I remember I was thinking about it today. We, I watched the, you know, you know, that um, Bryce Lawrence game with the spring box in, yeah, in Australia. Yeah. Bro, I watched that at your house and, and like I've got distinct memories of just your dad, me, you, and we just, I think it was like, I think maybe Caleb Starr's dad would have been there, maybe. Yeah. And we were just like shouting at Bryce Lawrence and it's like an iconic it game. There. Yeah, it was there at Old Farm Road or yeah, bro. like my old house. Yeah, yeah, I remember. Jeez. Yeah, bro. I was just like, yeah. oh, we've, we've had some lack of memories. Also playing on the computers there at your, at your new house. I remember that. Yeah. Those yeah. games. Um, but bro, like, I'm, again, I've known you for years. I really am proud of you. For the guys who don't know, Mike's a, uh, an Olympian or five days time. He's off to Tokyo. How are you feeling less than a week before you leave, bro? Um, I mean, it must just be a dream. Dude, um, I'm excited, man. I, I can't wait to just, to just be there. Um, for me, I'm, I'm fulfilling a childhood dream. Um, and that dream's finally coming true, man. So, you know, I'm just... I'm I'm happy and I can't I can't wait to get there. Let's go. And how how, <laughs> how special was it for you, bro? Like you go into the the games, like you you find art, and then like how how significant is it for you and your family? So yeah, I mean it 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 meant a lot to my family. Obviously, I'm the I'm the first Olympian in my family, um, and on both sides, you know, they got like deep sporting roots. Mm. Um, but you know, obviously, like during their time they couldn't obviously like yeah. fulfill, fulfill those dreams or whatever. Um, and so, you know, I kind of get to do that and they get to live through that, which is cool. Um, so yeah, a lot, a lot's changed since then. Um, but you know, my family are just really proud of me. Um, I'm trying to think, man, cause I, I qualified really early during the qualifying period. <laughs> um, and so it's, it's been a roller coaster. Um, I qualified in 2019, two years ago. How, how crazy is that? Um, oh and it was, it was maybe two or three months after the window had opened up. Um, and I swam under the A qualifying time twice. And since then I've just been, I've been training. I've been thinking, okay, I've qualified. I've met all the requirements to be on the team. Um, and my family has obviously been on like the edge of their seat, like since then just saying like, Oh, I just make it official, just announce the team. And then obviously the other day, you know, they released the full team and my name was on it. And I was just, I, I just thought finally, <laughs> finally <laughs> official. um, and you know, that, that moment, man, yo, just meant the, the world to me. Um, but 
I've always been the type of person, you know, it's just step after step. You know, as soon as that was announced, I was obviously, I went back to the, back to my process. Mm. And I was like, I got a job to do, got to compete. And so that's, that's where my mind's really been at. So. Sure. So it's quite awesome. It's, it's quite a cool like perspective to have on it. Um, but I, I wanted to pick up on what you said there about, you know, your family having like really strong, deep sporting roots and they, they weren't necessarily able to fulfill those dreams. Um, how, how much of that will you take into these games and use that as like maybe motivation or again, like you say, as a process or is, will that certainly be paid in the back of your mind? Well, it's, it's definitely, it's definitely fuel. Um, yeah. And you know, for me, one of the, one of the things that I hold closest to me when I'm racing is just the feeling of just gratitude. Um, and I, every day I'm just grateful for my family. Mm. And all the sacrifices that they've they've had that they've had to obviously do and um to just help me achieve this dream. Um and so yeah, at, at the back of my mind, you know, I'm obviously thinking just I'm thankful for my family. Um, but then again, it's just, you know, I've just I've just got a race, man. I've just got to swim. So <laughs> <laughs> no, very so so you experience gratitude in the water and I, I, I try genuinely survive. So that's the difference between an <laughs> Olympian. I wrote, I started swimming this year for my for my degree and I it was tough, bro. I I've yeah. got a huge respect for, for you swimmers. <laughs> um where where were you where'd you find I mean like where were you watching? Uh, can you remember? Obviously you can remember, but yeah, just with your family, was it special? Um and, and then yeah, obviously did you know before? Or you know, you said yeah. you qualified in twenty nineteen, but it wasn't official till a couple of weeks ago, right? Yeah. So if we if we fast forward to the end of 2019, um, this is sort of the beginning, the beginning period of just the whole Olympic year. Um, and this was obviously before COVID and everything. Um, I was thinking, okay, I got the, the qualifying standard in. Um, and I was also based in the US, so I was in the US at the time. Um, and I was just trying to get back for trials, and then COVID hit, and I was here. I stayed here for lockdown. And obviously the trials were, trials were canceled. The Olympics were then postponed. Oh. I thought they were going to be canceled, but luckily they were postponed, which meant we still, it's still obviously is going through. Um, and so I just thought like, okay, wow, I just need to, I have another year and I just obviously have to just do the same thing, but better. So now if we fast forward to today, um, you know, just leading up to when the teams were announced, um, I did the same thing. I, I, Obviously, had the qualifying time. I needed to meet the requirements, um, such as like swimming the fastest time or top two at at our trials or nationals, because that's that's pretty much how swimming works around the world. Um, for for whatever nationals or trials that they have, they take the top two in each event, and whether or not they have an A stand, uh, an A stand it determines whether they make the team or not. Um, and so, swimming is very brutal because mm. if you don't get the time, obviously you don't go, and if you get the time. It's, it's all those kinds of things. So obviously I had the time, um, and I swam, I swam whatever was required for these trials that happened at the beginning of the year. Um, I came home and I was just preparing and then, yeah, so I, I pretty much knew I was going to be on the team and I was just waiting until it was announced, but man, for the past two years, I've just been training, <laughs> training, going. I've done everything I needed to do. To obviously qualify, I'm now yeah. just focused on swimming my best or getting ready to deliver my best at the Olympics. And so yeah. that's really where that's where my mind's really been at and, and what was going through my mind, obviously, when the team was announced. Um, and so, yeah, it was it was all good. <laughs> yeah. So you, you, you've obviously been uh, based in the US uh, and we'll get to that. But and you say that the top two uh, times will make the Olympics. So would you know kind of your your competition in terms of like overseas? And then how do you how do you think you uh, obviously it's tough. Obviously, it's tough to ask, but I'm going to ask it anyway. How do you how do you rate your chances there for gold? Uh, <laughs> um. So, I mean, yeah, obviously being based in the U.S., um, there's a lot of international swimmers and obviously U.S.-based swimmers uh, that are just competing in the, the old collegiate system. Um, and so, I mean, one of, one of, my, one of my teammates at Tennessee uh, is a Bulgarian guy. He's a breaststroker. We're going to be swimming the same events. Uh, oh, nice. and so 
you know, I get to obviously see him and I got to race against him, which is obviously interesting. Um, but yeah, I mean, I, I know the guys that I'm competing against. I've competed against them before in the past. Um, and yeah, I mean, most of the guys I, I was always, I was always with them at like the junior international competitions um, and the junior commonwealths and junior worlds, all those kinds of things. Um, Mm -hmm. And so, yeah, I know, I know who I'm swimming against. Um, As far as uh, (laughs) my swims go, man, I'm just obviously preparing to give my best swim. I think that's what every, what every uh, Mm -hmm. swimmer or athlete that's going to the Olympics is trying to do, just deliver their best performance. Um, and so I really, all I've been focused on is my training. Um, and I believe that the rest will kind of just fall into place. And so, yeah. yeah. No, brilliant. Brilliant. I would have been worried for you. were like, yo, I'm going to go there and get like six goals and like, you know, <laughs> you know, <laughs> give it the big one and then you get there. But no, I, I, I admire that. And something else I've admired you, about you for, for a long time is, you know, you, you've had a, this ability to make big decisions and, and sacrifices uh, throughout your life. Uh, and, and there's something I've admired because just because of the stages of your life, you've also done it. Um, can you maybe talk us through some of the big decisions and sacrifices that you've had to make? Uh, and then we can unpack them individually a- as we go on. Yeah. So, well, I mean, I'm, I think in terms of, in terms of swimming, because swimming is just obviously the biggest part of my life. Um, besides just my faith and, and my family and, mm. and studies and all that. Um, but swimming, it's, it's been a very, very interesting journey. Um, and I mean, I've, I've been swimming since I can remember, um, mm. even when it was just sort of like, um, fun swimming in like a junior squad or something like that. Um, but I remember when I was, when I was around about 12, that was where I really started to you know, think, okay, like I want to up my level in swimming. And so I joined like a proper squad and Thomas Oliver was with mm-hmm. me at the time. And yeah. so, you know, the level kind of just went up a bit. And, but I was, man, I was still, remember I was grade six or something. I was still playing all other kinds of sports. So swimming yeah. wasn't like really the main focus. We were, we were playing rugby together, bro. Exactly, exactly. And man, I also have fond memories of us. Just <laughs> great, great cursed, I was oh. just like, Right. Yeah, even soccer. And so, I mean, I was doing all kinds of things. Um, and then you fast forward to 2016. That was when I made the decision to take swimming seriously. Um, mm. And so if you take that 2012 to 2016 period, you know, I was just, I was just living, man. I was just enjoying <laughs> life. Well, I'm enjoying life now, but I was just having fun with whatever sport. You know, I wasn't taking things as seriously. Um, I remember, like, I was probably coming to, like, two or three swim practices a week or something, playing polo, all those kinds of things, man. Um, And so there was really just, like, you know, nothing I had to think about. But then 2016, I really had to make a big call. um, That was, like, do I want to take swimming seriously? If so, I need to sacrifice a lot. And that's just time because swimming takes up so much time. Um, obviously you got like the early mornings you've got the, I mean, obviously swimming before like school or something at the time, um, uh, and then going straight to practice after school and you got to manage time with like your homework and things like that. Got to go to bed early so you can wake up the next morning feeling like energized for practice again. You're doing like 10 to like 11, 12 sessions a week. And so you really just like, you don't have that much time. And then, I mean, not to mention your social life and things like that, you know, um, if I look at where I'm at right now, you know, I've, I've been home for a while now, but I haven't been able to see, um, I mean, even like family members, but a lot of like my closest friends and, and that, and they, I mean, they're messaging me and it's like, ah, oh, can we do something? And obviously I'm like, I got, I got the Olympics to focus on. We can do that afterwards, but it's just all those kinds of things. And so, you know, since 2016, um it's there's there's been a lot of sacrifices um but since covid hit you know i i felt like everything everything changed you know um sure. i i felt i definitely got stronger during covid um i came out of i came out of lockdown stronger than than i did well when stronger than i came in um physically kind of, yeah yeah physically and, 
Um, obviously, I didn't have access to a pool at the time, and so I just made do with what I had. Mm. Um, so I found ways, but you know, I I was very strict with myself. Um, I I was strict in terms of what I could eat and what I can't eat. Mm. You know, I used to be the type of kid that could just you know eat whatever you wanted because I got a fast metabolism. I'd eat like chocolates, chips, cakes, you name it. Drink I remember, soda. bro, we used, to, we used to try together, except I didn't have a fast metabolism. So you look like a swimmer and I look like a prop. So, yeah. <laughs> exactly, man. And so, I mean, it's been, it's been almost two years now and I haven't, I haven't had chocolate. I haven't drank <gasps> any soda. Bro, I haven't been to McDonald's in two years. <laughs> it's crazy, man. It's crazy because it's, um and so small sacrifices like that too you know it's just yeah but um yeah one of the things that's come with swimming is just change um and so when you go into a new environment and things like that you know you gotta just give up a lot of things and and obviously just hope for the best and i've been i've been experiencing change throughout my whole life and i think one of my strengths is being able to adapt to that um and so yeah it's just i've Swimming, swimming has told me a lot, man. That's <laughs> crazy. Yeah, yeah, it's quite interesting. Um, like I, sp- I spoke to Ross last week or two weeks ago, and he said like throughout his um Olympic journey, he found that it like matured him quite a bit in terms of like the guys he's with. Like you see a different thing, and like no one. Let's be all real. So I know lots of people my age, two years above, two years below, and I only know two people going or three people going to the Olympics. Yeah. You know, so. You, it's a pretty individual journey. And, and I mean, like, I just want to ask, like, do you think the journey has matured you? And like that twenty that 2012 to 2016 period, do you also think you were just, you know, it's just like matured you in terms of like discipline and not having McDonald's in two years, bro. It was, yeah, it was good going, man. No, man, for, for sure. Um, it, oh, man. I mean, if I, even if I look at, at my journey at Tennessee, I've been there for three years now. Um, I'm not the same person um, that I was when I first arrived there. You know, awesome. I was, I just matriculated. Um, <laughs> I pretty much got on the flight as soon as possible, as soon as like exams were over or something like that. Um, and here I am just in this new environment, new country, away from my family, um, with a new team, all those kinds of things. And obviously starting my just my college degree and things like that. Um, it was, it was, it was insane, but I found a way. Um, yeah. And in that sense, you know, I was kind of forced, I was forced to grow up and to mature. Um, and along with swimming, you know, like I mentioned earlier on swimming is brutal and you go through, you go through a lot and you learn a lot. And so for me, um, with, with every swim, you know, I, I look at it as either, that was just obviously like a great swim, great outcome, the result or whatever. Or if I didn't do that or I didn't achieve that goal, I'd say, okay, what did I learn? And so yeah, it's either yeah. good or you either learn. And so in that sense, you know, mm. there's, you're moving forward. You're moving forward in the right direction um, and you're not looking back too. Um, and so, yeah, it's, no nah, man, since 2012, there's been a lot of those moments and, um i can say i'm I'm a lot stronger than i am than i was then um <laughs> yeah i know for sure and i think like w- like swimming as an individual sport i often i often say like individual sports are the most brutal bro because you can get you you can't you can't hide you can't hide there's nowhere to hide and, and i think you know like a place where you can't hide is your work ethic and i think like you would have had to work harder than the rest to get to where you are to get to top two in the country that yeah. means you, the top two in South Africa, you've worked harder than the rest, basically. That's what it comes down to. Yeah. Have you always had that ability to, to work hard? I know when, obviously when we were still hanging out at school together and that you were obviously working hard, but that maybe isn't the hard work that needs to be put in to go to the Olympics, you know? So have you always had that work ethic or is it something you had to learn pretty quickly? So I... <laughs> It's so, it's so easy to say that like you just, you always work hard, but there's definitely been challenges. And um, my definition of hard work has kind of uh, changed over time. Um, yeah, I get that. 
obviously I was a, a lot younger. And so, you know, working hard is kind of just like, um, you know, if, if, if you, if you look at it from a school perspective, like working hard is like, okay, you like finishing all your assignments or the homework or whatever, uh, on that night so that you can be ready for tomorrow or studying for a test or something like that, something yeah. in that type But when I look at it now, it's like, okay, you've got a two hour session and you've got X, Y, all those kinds of things. And you're trying to hit every single one of them, irrespective of how you're feeling. Um, and so, yeah, um, my, you know, what's interesting. When I, when I look, when I think of hard work, I always think of Cristiano Ronaldo. Mm, one of my, well, yeah, go <laughs> on the same page. One of my sporting heroes. Um, and he's obviously well known for, for his work ethic. Um, you know, his teammates are always saying things like, oh, you know, I, I try to come in to practice earlier, but he was already there. <laughs> I wanted to stay afterwards. He's already there. He's working on free kicks, mm. doing extra shooting, all those kinds of things. Ronaldo is just a machine. And that's, I guess, his key to why he's just stayed so, why he's just been so consistent over the years and why he's still mm. performing at pretty much the same level when he's like 36 or something. Um, so, you know, when I, when I thought of it for, for swimming, it was just, you know, am I training like I want to be the best in the world right now? Um, or am I training against the person that's next to me? And so, you know, there are so many swimmers out there at so many different levels. Um, and I mean, South Africa, we've got a lot of young swimmers that are very talented, but they kind of dip out because they just think they just rely on the talent um, and they don't, they don't think about the hard work. They don't want to put in the hard work. They'd rather just kind of like back out, take the easy road out of it. And, you know, as a youngster, I think like without even thinking about it, I, I pretty much made that decision. Um, not because I was like, Oh, you know, I want to just do this, but because I wanted, I, I love swimming. It's, it's always been fun. And I wanted to get better at it. I wanted to experience a lot more things. Um, and so, yeah, it's, man, it's, it's, it's as simple as, you know, hard work over talent. Um, and so now, you know, when I look at my training, I'm always trying to look for better ways to improve. I'm trying to work smarter uh, as opposed to harder. Um, and when I'm competing, man, I'm not thinking of the guys that are here next to me in South Africa or wherever I'm, I'm thinking about the guys that I'm going to be competing against, you know, the world record holders, all those kinds of things. So that's the level. Exactly. And so, you know, when you look at it from that perspective, it's just, there's a whole different way to think about it. Mm, that, that, that's so cool. And I also think um, what I picked up on there was like hard work at school is pretty short term. Like what you, what you working towards is long term, which is quite cool. It, it's, it's, Olympics every four years so that that's essentially what you look like you know the hard work's going to be have to be this next four years the next yeah, four man. years it's like you buy into that as soon as you you, you hit exactly. the Olympics but Mike you know hard work's not easy and I, you, I, I don't have to tell you that twice where where's like the motivation and inspiration. I know you, I know you mentioned goat. I'm just gonna call him goat from now on. Um, but I mean, like, aside from 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 him, where would you say you draw inspiration and motivation from in those times where you're like, this is not where I want to be right now. In this pool, it's freezing cold. It's like five in the morning. You know. <laughs> well, yeah, I I always look for for fuel something it can be the smallest thing it can be what someone said it could be a thought i even sometimes make things up just to kind <laughs> of like push me in a certain moment sure. um but you know over time like i i used to struggle like getting up super early and heading to practice i'd like arrive and i'd be like a zombie or something and i just wouldn't want to get in the water but i mean like if i look at it now i've, I've come a long way i actually like i i'm up in the morning i'm ready to go practice um, I found ways to kind of just cope just by doing it over and over again. And it, it yeah, exactly. It, it becomes, it becomes normal. Um, but when you look at it from, from like a practice, uh, point of view, you know, if, if you've got like a hard set or a hard, like, or something that you've got to grind through, 
Um, I, I take, I take small things. I take visions. I take, um, my Olympic dream or something. You know, I've had moments where I've just thought about like the Olympic rings. I've thought I, I envisioned myself at the games. Um, and so that's kind of like the sport, the sport images, mm. uh, certain like phrases or saying, um, like believe or just like to believe in myself or something like that. Mm. Um, I've also drawn a lot of inspiration from my family. Um, you know, it, when I'm, whenever I stand on the block before I'm about to go down for my race, um, I, I always think of my family. That's the last thought that goes to my mind. Um, and it's that feeling of gratitude. Um, and I've really just, you know, it, I've, I've learned so, so many different ways to kind of just, you know, manage, manage the hard times and the difficult moments. Um, obviously through experience, cause at, obviously at first it wasn't as easy. Um, but there's ways that you can, you can train, you can train it. Um, and at Tennessee, we're very lucky. We have, we've got a sports psychologist there. And whenever I'm there, I obviously I meet I meet with him um, weekly, um, and we we work on certain techniques and and certain things. Um, I tell him like, hey, uh, Doctor Joe, I experienced this during practice. Um, mm. How do I make sure it doesn't happen again? What can I think about? What thought can I draw on? And we we go through like different breathing uh, patterns and and styles. You know, we try to become comfortable with the uncomfortable. Um, and, you know, just by practicing and just by training yourself, it it's crazy how just over time it like becomes like just normal yeah. and yeah. natural. I mean, I'm as cold as the weather is here in South Africa and how <laughs> it's been over the past two weeks. I'm standing on pool deck um, at like six o'clock in the morning, just in my speedo suit and there's wind coming in man and uh, i'm just thinking i'm so warm i'm <laughs> i'm in cancun right now i don't care something <laughs> like that i'm just gonna manage it um and so yeah you find ways um yeah. to deal with it but yeah i've got i've got some things mm. that I keep close to me <laughs> yeah and, and i mean how much of that um of those sayings and that you know like I saw in your Instagram bio, which, which I love and saying I've done as well, is uh, Jeremiah 20, uh, 29 verse 11, and he minds Romans 8 verse 28, you know, like how much of your inspiration has come from, from your faith? A lot, man. A lot. Yeah. That it's, it's obviously pretty much the biggest part of my identity. Um, and, you know, whatever I do, it, I'm doing it for the glory of God. Um, but that, that verse, it's, it's interesting because, you know, I, I go through like, <laughs> like different weeks with my family. I mean, we just meet together and yeah. do like a devotion or something like that. Um, and one person said like, Hey, like you guys, let's pick like a verse that we can focus on for the week. Jeremiah 29 verse 11 is always my verse. <laughs> uh, it's interesting. And it's just because, you know. I believe, I believe God's got a plan for everyone. That's what yeah. the verse said. And I just need to, to follow him. You yeah. Know, he's really planned for me. I've just got to do um, my best and mm. to just kind of stay on that path. Um, and the rest will kind of just happen. Yeah. Um, and so, you know, when I, if you look at that whole two year process of qualifying for the Olympics mm. and then to now, you know, a lot was happening, but, I can tell you, like at the beginning, I was thinking, just trust God. There's a plan being put mm. into place. Yeah. Yeah. You know, there'll come a day where the Olympics is going to happen. I'm going to be there. I'm going to arrive. And I can say, thank you. I can be thankful. I can be grateful. Yeah. Um, and I can just smile and know that God mm. was obviously at work and um, that he's still working. <laughs> yeah. 100%. Bro. I, I always say that. Um, it, it's God's plan, but I'm also going to give it a hell of a go. And I think that's yeah. what you've done as well, which is like when you, when you, when you're able to combine the two of just like giving it, giving it a go and just giving it all, yeah. everything. And then, you know, he's working in your life. I think that's probably the most powerful thing in the world. Yeah. Uh, and then I know it fires me up as well to think. Um, so it's quite, it's quite cool. It's also quite cool that you guys meet weekly to do that. I've also done that recently. Um, it was, 
a couple of guys in Stellenbosch. It's just, it's just you're yeah. refreshing for the week, eh? Um, yeah, man. <laughs> where, where did the, the love for swimming come from? And then I know you mentioned uh, in that 2012 to 2016 um, period, you kind of decided this is when you give it a go. Or, yeah, I mean, I guess when, when did you realize... I could that's when was kind of my thing. Yeah, this is my thing. I'm pretty good at it. I can go to the Olympics. Like <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, so <laughs> yeah, so for me, I love I love swimming because of the sensation you feel when you're in water. Um as a kid, I always used to love going underwater and mm. just kind of like just just staring. Yeah. Just staring, being kind of tranquil. Um yeah. Because obviously, like, there's pretty much like nothing happening. And in the mm. in that moment, I always felt like the problems outside of the water kind of just faded away, and it was just yeah. me in the water. Yeah, I felt that up to this day. That is my feeling. That is why I just I feel calm. I feel natural in the water. Um, and over time, you know, I just. I think the first the first time where I sort of started racing um oh it's funny because I would I would always do the swimming at like Rondebosch at like the galas and stuff yeah yeah and I would just you know want to have fun I'm with my friends or whatever and I'm like let me just race or whatever and breaststroke was always natural for me I don't know why it had something to do with the movement the, the kick and the yeah. arms or something um Mike, can I quickly just ask you to just to pause there? I need a, my dad's making a bit of a noise outside. Uh, so yeah. I'm going to go tell him to, to, to shut up quick. <laughs> Sorry, bro. You're good. You're good. <laughs> Sorry, bro. <laughs> Very good, I, man. That's a uh, yeah. That doesn't usually happen. I just uh, I, th- I thought I could get away with it. I thought his phone called in, and it just wasn't. Yeah, but I I I actually just had my mom and my sister like just outside this room. They were watching like some TV show or whatever, and like they're laughing and making all kinds of. Noise. And I told them like, guys, come on. <laughs> um. Yeah, so to, to get back to your question, um, at Rondebosch, or like the, the galas or whatever, um, the meets that they had, I would just swim. And I somehow just ended up like winning. Mm. And I thought, okay, like this is cool. Like this is... <laughs> everyone loves <laughs> like a, winning. Like. <laughs> everyone loves winning, yeah. I'm not, I'm not complaining. It happened. I'm just happy. Um, and so I just, I don't know. I just kept like swimming and I kept like, winning in like the breaststrokes events or whatever and breaking like 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 primary school records or something and so i thought like oh that's cool um but you know at the same time i probably wanted to be a soccer player um yeah that was yeah, kind you, of like you always were you always were a good soccer player now was was in the 18 yeah. <laughs> yeah man it was oh soccer I've, I've been through a journey and i haven't i haven't touched a soccer ball in two years um as well yeah. very tough um, but yeah, so, I mean, I was like winning at the school guards or whatever. And I thought, okay, maybe I should take it to like a club level. Mm-hmm. Um, and so, yeah, 2012 was kind of the flip where I started doing more club galas around the Western Cape. Um, and as I mentioned earlier, Tom was, Tom was with me. Um, yeah. and obviously Tom, Thomas was also like an insanely good swimmer. Mm-hmm. Um, and he also cleaned up in like primary school and that. Um, but yeah, for me, the biggest or the defining moment in my swim career was 2015. Um, that year, I attended my first level three age group nationals. Um, and so level three is the highest or sort of like the top competition. It's actually now called junior nationals. Okay. Um, and so, yeah, I, was, I had always like qualified for like the level one and level two. But level three was like the top one. And so I thought like, 
okay, once I make it, then um, I, I get to go. And I think I made it the one year um, in like maybe 2014 or something, but didn't end up going because I wasn't, you know, I wasn't taking it seriously then. Mm. But 2015, um, I remember my coach actually like threatened me, threatened to kick me out the squad or something <laughs> if I didn't go. So I was like, okay, I'm going to go. Uh, but I actually had, yeah, but I actually, I went to a water polo competition or water polo tournament like right before the meet. Uh, <laughs> so I was like, okay, I'm going to play polo and then I'm going to come straight over. Yo. So I did that. And in my first race, it was a 50 meter breaststroke. I ended up winning and breaking the fifth, the <sighs> The 15-year-old age group record. Always. I came out of nowhere. No one expected anything. I was just there like swimming, man. <laughs> uh, and so <laughs> it was just like a, it was a crazy moment. Um, and that's when everyone was like, what is this guy doing? Like, he's just so talented, natural talent. Yeah. Uh, and... Yeah, he's obviously got to like, we want him to be in the water more. He can get so much better. And so, yeah, there was, there was those moments for man. I, I really made the big decision in 2016 now um, to take it seriously. Uh, mm. But swimming, swimming was always in the background. Mm. No, that, that, geez, that's, that's quite a, a fascinating story, that one. You obviously had a longer warm up um, than the rest of the guys. So maybe that's why. Um, <laughs> But <laughs> you, you know, you obviously you made the the switch from Ronnie to Bishops at at the age of thirteen. And Mikey, on this podcast, we forgive people, bro. And you know, <laughs> it's okay, it's okay. Um, <laughs> that that would have been quite a a, a big decision uh, for for a thirteen year old to make. Um, is that a fair assessment? And then you know, like, why why did you make the move? Uh yeah, so obviously that was a big decision. Um, at the time, you know, I was, I was obviously, I was, I was happy. Um, but I guess I was just looking for, for change. Um, and as I mentioned earlier on, I've, I've been, I've experienced change throughout my whole life. Um, and so I thought, okay, let's just, let's just get, let's get a fresh start, uh, new environment, new people. Um, and and it was a great opportunity um mm. but at the same time you know i was i was leaving a lot of my friends um mm. and and that was difficult that was difficult and i'm obviously still connected with with all you guys i mean we're we're on this podcast now man crazy yeah <laughs> yeah it's crazy um and so yeah at the time it was obviously it was a tough decision um and yeah mm. in the end it it actually Swim, remember, I wasn't, I wasn't taking swimming seriously then. So it had nothing to do with swimming. Most oh, people wow. thought it was because of swimming. swimming. Um, but what really, one of the, the big things at Bishops was um, the music department. Okay. Um, I, was, I, was, I, was a, I was a music student um, throughout high school. Um, and coming, coming into the high school, I thought like, um, you know, I played, I played the violin and the bass guitar. Mm. I was in like all the wind bands or whatever at Rondebosch. Yeah, um, I and, and, you know, like that was so much fun for me because it was kind of like, um, an outlet. It was, it wasn't a sporty thing. It was something I did away from the pool and away from my home. And so, you know, music has just always been like a big part of my life. Um, and Bishops has one of like the best music departments in the country. And I remember just visiting and I saw, I fell in love with it. Um, and so if anything, I mean, one of the, the, the main reasons why I went over was because of that music department. Um, and now when I look, when I look back at it, um, it ended up being, um, amazing because the music department, uh, did so much for me. Mm -hmm. Um, when, when swimming started to take off, um, I, they, they obviously, they, they said things like, oh, um, you've obviously got this instrument um, and this requires you to be part of this band and to attend this and this and this. Um, and because swimming takes up so much of your time, like it's difficult and, you know, it didn't seem like I was able to like continue as a music student and things like that. But they came up with a plan um, for me. They, they, 
they were able to let me like focus on bass guitar, um, which was like my main instrument. Mm-hmm. Um, and they adjusted to when I was traveling and things like that. Um, but yeah, music was obviously a big thing. Um, the school itself, you know, it, it's like across the road, man. <laughs> so yeah. it, was just, <laughs> it, was, it was interesting. But I, I remember one of the very important things that my dad said was, um, you know, uh, we, we have the opportunity. We have the opportunity to send you there. Um, and so why not? Why not? Um, and most, most people thought when I arrived there, most people thought I was on scholarship, um, which is like a common thing. Um, and especially because of the, the whole sport background. Mm. Um, but it wasn't my dad said, you know, we're not going to, we're not going to do that with, we're not going to obviously go for the scholarship when there's someone else out there who needs the scholarship when we can yeah. actually pay uh, and everything. And so, you know, we wanted it to be, um, to be on merit and, um, to kind of just take that opportunity. Um, so yeah, that's pretty much the, the background around it. Yeah. No, and it seems like it, um, it's all worked out. I mean, it has worked out. It's, it's, and yeah, I'm, I'm happy that it has brought, I, uh, obviously at the time we were all like shocked and that, and then, you know, you get used to it. It's like, at the end of the day, it's just a school, like it's hundred meters yeah. down. <laughs> like we get so sucked into that whole, um, that whole thing, but it's all, it's all just a school. Yeah. And I think there's space there, but I also think it's, if Oak wants to go there, like, <laughs> let, yeah. let it happen. Yeah. Um, but it I was, think, yeah, yeah. It, man, it would be always, like, it would be so crazy whenever uh, we had the Bish Bosch derby uh, mm. for the various sports because, you know, I'd be there supporting um, and I had, like, the rugby, for example, I'd be supporting and I have mates on both sides. <laughs> yeah. I'm thinking, like, um, you know, obviously... I'm proud of my school. I want them to win, but I kind of want like my mates from both teams to like score hat tricks and like. <laughs> so I was like, you know, I just wanted to be a really good game. Yeah, um, yeah. <laughs> I mean, I, like my classmates would like see me supporting like one of my mates. Is like he's out of school. I'm like, oh no, he's a mate of mine. <laughs> so it would be like so interesting. Yeah, and yeah. even even the water polo man, that was like the funniest thing because you know. Like you take someone like Tom, Tom Oliver, for example, you know, we'd have to like mark each other in the water. <laughs> and you know, it's like, I'm just, I'd be there laughing, dude. Cause I'm like, how cool is this? Like he's my mate. Literally. And I, I, I like, obviously I'm playing the game, but I'm not like focused on like the competitive nature. Yeah, yeah. And like, you know, I'm not trying to like, Doing it too. I'm just like, hey, like I'm, I'm laughing, man. I'm smiling or whatever. I'm like, dude, like we mocking each other, or whatever. So <laughs> we just end up being like a funny thing, and then afterwards we'd like laugh about it. Yeah. Um. And so, yo, man, it's it it's been interesting and, and fun to experience that. <laughs> no, yeah, okay, I can imagine. It must be quite, it must be quite weird. Um, but but moving to the US must have been one of the biggest sacrifices. Uh, having like you obviously so close to your family. Uh, and I mean, obviously Cape Town's a beautiful place, but yeah. it would have been maybe one of the biggest sacrifices if, if I'm correct. And I mean, like, how, how have you enjoyed your time in the U S I mean, from what I've seen on Instagram, it looks insane. Um, yo, how, how have you enjoyed it? So my decision to go to the university of Tennessee and to, to start in the U S was the best decision I've ever made. Mm. Um, it's it's been an incredible journey um and i've grown so much um i've learned so much um and so because i was kind of just taking in the moment i wasn't really like thinking like oh i'm leaving home i'm away from my family i was just in the moment i was taking it all in enjoying every step of the way um and trying to make the most of it um but yeah when i was here you know i always saw myself going to the us um and um, for those for those that don't know, um, the U.S. is has always been the swimming the dominant country in swimming. I mean, you obviously got like Michael Phelps um, and Michael Hooley, <laughs> <laughs> uh, <laughs> but but the U.S. just they pick they rack up all the gold medals at the Olympics um, and they clean up and 
I'm I'm convinced that that's due to the the college system. Um, it just works, and and so I I always thought to myself, you know, I I see myself going there, um, and I wanted to go there, and so I I did whatever I could to get there. Um, I I was actually also fortunate because I whenever I traveled to like the international meets, uh, there was one in the U.S. and I ended up meeting like some of the recruiters. We set up like calls and things like that. Uh, we went through the whole process and ended up going on recruiting trips. I checked out a few cool. of the campuses and the colleges and that. So, um, yeah, you know, I just, I always saw myself going there. And then when it finally happened, it was like, okay, this is a new chapter in my life. Um, it's a fresh start, new environment, a whole, I've, I've done it so many times. Just, it was kind of like a normal thing. Um, but yeah, it's it's been crazy. And this chapter in my life was sort of the first one which I've I've pretty much written on my own. Mm. Um, obviously away from family. And in that sense it's it's good because I had to grow, I had to go on my own. I had to figure out things for myself. Um I could always cook for myself, but you know, <laughs> when you're away from the family, you don't get mommy's you know, mommy's good, cooking. Good and, stuff. The good stuff, <laughs> uh, which I've obviously enjoyed now that I'm yeah. um, and, <laughs> and so I had to figure out things uh, for myself. Um, yeah. And you obviously like, the first year you obviously stay in the dorms and then you get you move out off campus and you're in an apartment either by yourself or with mates. And so it's like, you, yeah. you're growing up, man, all those kinds of things. And then on top of the swimming, um, for the college and that, you're obviously juggling like your studies. Yeah. Um, and so it's, it's been amazing. It's been amazing, man. Mm-hmm. Um, and where, as, as far as my swimming journey goes, one of the, the biggest reasons why I wanted to go to the U S was because, um, obviously because of their dominance, but, um, the U S is very good when it comes to the technical elements okay. in, in swimming. Um, so for example, it's things like your start, your turn, your underwaters, things like that. Pretty much everything that isn't the swimming part <laughs> so on top of the water stuff. Um, and so, yeah, not many people realize that. Um, and that's where the U S just have like a big edge over countries like us, um, mm-hmm. where we pretty much only focus on the swimming part and not on the technical side of things. Um, and so, you know, I obviously tried, I tried my best year. I was, the coaches that I was with tried their best too. But the U.S. is just next level. Mm. And I knew what I was getting myself into. And, and so, yeah, that's really been the big focus. And if I look back at where I was two, year, two or three years ago compared to now, I've improved in all those areas. Um, I'm... You know, I, the goal was to obviously be world class, and so like now it's like getting to the point where it's like beyond that, and so yeah, it's just it's it's crazy. And then with my studies too, um, just figuring figuring out what I what I want to do after swimming because that's obviously you know swimming's only yeah. gonna take me so far, and then I gotta figure out what I want to do next. Um, so focusing on my degree and that, um, but yeah, man, it's just it's. It's been it's been amazing. It's been mm. amazing learning experience, and I've actually still got two more years left. So <laughs> you know, it's, it's crazy because I'm pretty much like halfway, and I'm just excited to see what happens there too. Mm. And would you look at staying at the in the US once you're done studies? Um, that's definitely an option. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But I guess I'll 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 answer that question, or I'll I'll think about it closer to the time. Um, but for now, I'm just, I'm focused on where I'm at right now. <laughs> Mikey, what, what would you say your, like some of your the highlights of your career have been like personal ones that stood out to you, uh, you know, like that you, yeah. So just maybe some of your highlights. Highlights. So, um, if I think in terms of South Africa, so nationally, um, I had a very successful junior career. Um, and if I look at it, it's, I multiple junior age group record holder in, in the breaststroke events from the ages like 15 to 18. I got all of that. Um, I won as like a junior or whatever in South Africa. Um, I was one of the top juniors. Um, 
I traveled um, around Africa for various junior African championships um, and under 20 games and things like that um, where I won. And so, yeah, in terms of nationally as a junior, um, I pretty much achieved any, everything that I could have achieved. Um, internationally though, that's a lot, a lot's happened. I, I went to junior worlds, I made finals, um, and everyone else was still like a year older than me. And so, you know, despite having that like disadvantage or something like that, I made it work. Um, I went to the junior Commonwealth. I won two golds there. Um, I broke the records there. Um, probably one of my best ones was Youth Olympics. I won the 50 breast Youth Olympic Games and it was a record all of that. That one just like, I still got the medal like up there. Somewhere. No ways, bro. It's, so cool. it's crazy. And so as a junior, you know, I, I achieved a lot of things. Um, I also, as a junior, I qualified for um, like senior Africa champs and I won medals there. I qualified for the Commonwealth game. Ended mm. up winning a bronze medal there. Um, and, and so I did a lot as a junior. Um, and it's only recently where um, I've, I've sort of moved into that senior, um, that senior stage of, of my career. Um, and so, yeah, the whole time I was obviously competing as a junior, whereas now it's like, it's, it's the big boys. It's the big dogs. <laughs> um, yeah, lots happened. I mean, I'm a, I'm a national champion the 50 and the hundred. Um, and, and so, man, it's like, it's, it's so crazy to think because obviously I'm thinking in terms of like an international perspective, but like nationally, like to obviously be like, be the best in like the country is still obviously like a huge thing. Right. Um, and so like, you know, I've obviously got to like, I'm happy with that. <laughs> uh, but you know, after that, it's like, what's the next step? How can I then, make that international. Uh, yeah. then, then you're thinking like, I'm going to be like the best in the world. And so, you know, my mind, the same reason why I left the U S was my mind kind of like outgrew South Africa yeah. and I kind of wanted bigger things. So, you know, that kind of explains most of, of my swimming career. Um, but yeah. Um, one of my biggest highlights was going to university games and representing South Africa. Um, obviously because it's the university games, um, you've got to be like a college athlete or at the universe, yes, at a university. And so at the same time I was representing Tennessee, um, but obviously, uh, swimming for my country. Um, and at that meet, I broke all the records in the 50 meter breast. Um, wow. and I ended up meddling as well. And I also qualified that that's why I qualified in the hundred breasts for the Olympics. And so that meet itself was a huge highlight for me. Um, and, and so, yeah, a lot, a lot's happened there. Um, not many people know how the, the U S uh, collegiate system works. You know, they've obviously, um, you've got like your sectional meets, um, cause the U S just breaks down into like the different provinces and, Okay. All kinds of things. Um, and so Tennessee is in the Southeastern Conference. And so we swim against colleges like Florida, Alabama, Auburn, um, Arkansas, and so, and Georgia. And so those are kind of like the colleges that, that are in our conference. And then nationally, you're competing um, at the NCAA, um, which is the big one. And, and so as like a college athlete, I've achieved a lot of things and I'm only two years into my degree. Um, oh. and so it's crazy. I mean, I've meddled at the SECs, um, I've broken records. I've qualified for the NCAA two times now. I've also made finals. Um, and to just consistently like swim best times. I'm also, I mean, I'm a, the, the, program or the pretty much the Tennessee record all day in the hundred breast now. Um, and I'm also on the record board for the 200 breast. And so, you know, these are all kind of like small things, uh, but it's a big highlight for me because, you know, it's just, it's stepping stones, it's stepping stones for yeah. the big highlight, which is still to come.
That's it, bro. And having journeyed through um, these sacrifices in the last like 40 minutes uh, and your decision making and, you know, just again, kind of things you've had to sacrifice. How how sweet is it now that you've secured your, your spot to Tokyo? I mean, it must just fire you up to just go there and just win it. <laughs> Funny, man. Um, no, man, it, it is sweet, but, you know, there isn't really like a day where I get to, to rest. Um, it's funny because like it's not like oh now that I know I'm going I can just have like an extra piece or an extra scoop of ice cream or something <laughs> just because I feel like it yeah. you know I've always just gone back to the process um, and and so I'm kind of just I'm just staying on there um, mm. until the actual Olympics happen and you know after that then I'll just reassess everything um and then come up with a new plan and then work on a new person so it's all it's all part of the plan yeah brilliant uh, mikey i think i'm co- i'm conscious of your time i know you probably got to get, you got to get to bed soon there's no you got to wake up <laughs> early tomorrow <laughs> um uh let's, let's just do the q a just like five uh, four questions um let's start with do you really have a size 82 shoe i assume that's um a bit of uh exaggeration but yeah is, is it really that big bro <laughs> um no, but it's close. Um, <laughs> it's, I think my shoe size, it's about like 14 or 15. Um, oh, that's a flipper. Oh, bro. I mean, that's what most people say. Most people are like, oh, you just, you know, you got built-in fins and so it just... <laughs> <laughs> um, but wow. also in the US, I mean, very fortunate, very lucky that the University of Tennessee like gives us like all our gear and stuff. And so oh. we get like like proper shoes I mean, I'm wearing like a Tennessee jacket right now, I think. So nice. And so it's, bro, it's so cool. Um, and so their shoes, it's like, they can get it like custom made or whatever. My my foot's very broad. And so like it, the size varies when the shoe is like customized and things like that. But it's 14 or 15. No, so so pretty close. It's like up there. Um, out of all the coaches you've trained with, who is the, who's your favorite and who has been the most memorable? Um, I mean, I feel like I've got to say my coach right now <laughs> because he's the one that I'm working with now and the one that I'm going to be with at Tokyo. Um, but I, man, I'm just, I'm thankful for every coach that I've had. Mm. Um, and I've, I've worked with multiple coaches, even at Tennessee. Um, you know, everyone's played an important part in my life and an important role at that time. Mm. Uh, and that's that's when I needed them the most. And so the coach that that first got me into swimming, you know, if you think about it, if it wasn't for him, I wouldn't be here today. Yeah. Um, and if I didn't have the coach that I was with when I started taking swimming seriously, then it's like, yeah, it's 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 important to to acknowledge that, um, and it's just kind of be thankful for 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 moments and what they've done, mm. um, but. Yeah, Tennessee. I've got to. I've got to shout out the, the the coaching staff at Tennessee. You know, they're just they're amazing. I mean, even my my strength and conditioning coach or my 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 lift coach, um, whenever we gym, he's just incredible. You know, it it really just goes beyond swimming. Um, you know, there'd be times where like I'd walk into like my coach's office, and I'm like, okay, coach, like, what are we doing today? And it's like, Michael, how are you doing today? How's yeah. life? and so it's really just like it I guess but the relationship with the coach is meant to evolve over time you know when you're a lot younger the main focus is like guidance you know the coach yeah. is meant to like help you and guide you but when you get older you know you're a lot more mature you actually get you get more of a say in things and what you do and so mm. uh the relationship changes and as it adjusts but throughout the years I've always I've always looked for that relationship in a coach because if we don't click, then we don't click. But if we do, then it's, there's power in that. Um, and I've always been big on communication. And so the coach that I'm with right now, um, you know, I love him and he's my coach for Tokyo. Uh, we have a good relationship. There's good communication there. Mm. Um, but our relationship is, is improving every day, every day. And so, Brilliant. In that moment, in in all in that in that uh, sense, it's just yeah. There's a lot more to come with that, and I'm just thankful for you. <laughs> mm. No, that's awesome, man. I think 
Let's do the next one. How do you strengthen your kick? How do I strengthen my kick? Um, that's interesting because breaststroke, most people or most swimmers believe that breaststroke is uh, 80% legs, 20% arms. Um, and so people just kind of like think they need to like work on a kick, but then forget to do the arms. Um, I'm convinced my my breaststroke was so good at a young age because I was playing soccer or doing water polo. And so, yeah. you know, I was kind of like forced. I had to use my legs. I had to like tread in the water. Um, and so, yeah, just by, by working the muscles. Um, but if I look at where I'm at now, you know, if I'm focusing on my kick, it's, 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 it's about practice. That's how you strengthen your kick. Just working on it every day being consistent with it, figuring out ways to get better. Um, yeah. And obviously working hard is one thing, but working smarter and more efficiently is also a big thing. So, mm, Okay. Uh, and have you ever had a knee injury? I have not. Um, 